Hello, and thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my trusty sidekick, my partner in crime, really the best way to describe this person. It's my everything. It's at Eric Dalala. Phil, I forgot my eye black, but it's game week. It is game week. It's, it's time to game get week. going. I'm ready to it's go. Time to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> Eric, uh, you know, the schedule's been kind of wacky around here. Yeah. You know, the Broncos playing on Monday Night Football. Everything gets pushed back a week. Is that why you've been showing up to work so late? It doesn't affect the timing. Oh, that's just a... I still get here at 5.30 every morning. Got it. Well, yeah, that's why I wonder why you're here so late. Yeah. You know, I got a kid now. That's true. 5.30 is as early as... 2.30 in the morning? Yeah. I'm a little bit lonely. Yeah. But that's why the podcast is coming out on a Friday, Friday, which is a football Thursday. That's right. We were like, hey, should we do it Thursday? And then Hackett was like, no, it's got to come out Friday. Yeah, we gotta, you got to follow the rules. Yeah. So Plus, we wanted to hear from Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. That's right. The Broncos uh, playing in Seattle this week. I don't know if you heard that. I, I heard a thing or two about that. Russell Wilson not only making his Broncos debut. Yeah. That would be big. Uh-huh. Like, we haven't seen him play. No. That would be big. But he's also returning back to the place where he spent his first 10 seasons in the NFL. It's exciting. <laughs> the schedule makers, they know what they're doing. They really do. They really know what they're doing. They're pros. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Eric, of course, you're going to be there. I will be there. And I'm uh, going to have to start my bike ride pretty soon. Yeah. If I'm going <laughs> to yeah, get there yeah, in time. Somebody wanted to know if you were wearing uh, the soft helmet. You know, the players were wearing. Yeah, the, the what do they call it? I already forgot what they call those. Uh, whatever. Something guard. Extra cushion. Yeah. Something guard. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, of course. Yes, of course, of course I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Safety first. Right. Maybe on the way back. I'm feeling a little crazy, a little wild. Broncos coming home with a big win. Yeah. Maybe I'll ride with just a regular helmet instead of the... the um, cushy one yeah maybe like you could have like a the the hat that uh shannon sharp wore in the locker room mm. uh, during the playoff run there and uh to super bowl 33 yeah that could be nice that could be nice of course i assume that nz nation listens every single week but in case you're wondering what in the heck are they talking about eric decided uh, last week to announce that he was going to be riding his bicycle from denver to uh to Seattle. That's right. Got to get a little exercise. You're going to go up to Canada. That's right. Not just it can't really do a direct shot. The, the Rockies yeah. to go much. up and around. You still have to go across the Rockies. Well, they it's stop eventually. The they Rockies. stop eventually. <laughs> yeah. Up Got and it. around. Got it. Yeah. Back down to Vancouver. Yeah. So you're going to stop in Banff, though. Right. Yeah. Some of our fans uh, commented they, they liked Banff. So how could you not? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. That's why I'm going. It's there. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it should be a heck of a time. That's going to be your first regular season game there. That's true. I've been to two preseason games in Seattle, but no regular season it's games. Insane. It's already they, loud in the preseason. Yeah, when they raise the 12 flag there, that's a pretty cool moment. Who do you think is going to do it? I don't know. I don't know. It could be st- it's got to be somebody big, but I don't yeah. know who it is. Sean Kemp? What you mean tall? <laughs> of important stature to the city. Delaf Shrimp? Delaf Shrimp could do it. Gary Payton could do it. Yeah. I don't know. Jamal Crawford could do it. What do you think they do? A former Seahawk? Like, you think they get Marshawn Lynch back oh, there? Oh, like one of Russ's old teammates? Yeah. Oh, Marshawn. That would be good. Although, didn't he have a little run in with the law? Oh, that's true. Yeah, so yeah maybe, maybe he's not available. 
Yeah. I actually have a very funny answer, but I, I probably can't say it on the air. So you think Richard Sherman? No, I don't. Well, that would be good too. That would be good too, man. That would be insane. Yeah, that place would be the the seats would just be shaking. Or like a, a Cam Chancellor. Yeah, is Earl yeah. Earl Thomas? He's done, right? I don't know. Also, I'll run in with uh, some legal stuff. Oh yeah, too, so tough. Yeah. Anyway, I'm actually I'm really interested to see because you can't just pick anybody to do that. It's got to be big. It's got to be you got to make it's a gotta splash. It's got to be big. Yeah, maybe gotta get the people going. Maybe Pete Carroll will run up there, do the twelve, and then run and back then down to the sideline. Yeah, he's that crazy. He could do that. He could do it, Eric. Uh, maybe of uh, note to just me, but uh, also making their debut tonight or uh, on Monday night, Joe Buck and Trey Aikman on Monday Night Football. Very exciting. So the new Monday Night Football team. I mean, it's just a lot of new. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're going to discuss on this episode. Okay. Okay. Uh, will Russell Wilson be cheered? Mm. Booed? What kind of reception oh. is he going to receive? Okay. okay, let's get into that a little bit. Wondering the emotional impact here. You know, Russ, one of the most mentally tough players that we've got in this league. Yep. How is he going to be able to handle that? He's still a human being, though. Of course. Okay. And then the last one thing, just uh, is there some sort of an advantage that maybe the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, do they have knowing Russ so well? Mm. Or vice versa, does Russ have an advantage knowing Pete Carroll so well? Wow. Two good options. Yeah, it really makes you think. Uh, Before we get into the show, Eric, Uh many people watching on YouTube right now, we love the YouTube comments. Of course we do. We got some nice ones last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, our fans came out. Broncos fan, 1968. Unclear if they've been a fan since then. Maybe they were born in 1968. Love the show. I can count on laughing out loud at your shenanigans several times every podcast. Mm. Phil, I hate to break it to you, but no one in the history of the English language has ever used the phrase had a move until you said it. It's true. I don't think so. Uh, We went back into the office and some people were saying that had a move. (laughs) No, they weren't. Yeah, had a move. Uh, Heaven sent ghost. That's scary. Yeah. Love this show. Why do I see details? Look at the vintage mic. Has some miles on it. I think I think they're talking about this microphone. Mine looks pretty this nice. This has some miles on it. No, it's just kind of a rustic look. A lot of hard interviews. Yeah. You know, just a lot. Uh, of, you know? You ever do like an interview that's so, so hard, but you don't even ask any questions? Yes. It's a, the hardest. That's the a, hardest ones I've ever done. I, that's yeah, what really, it's like. Yeah. But for those, I don't know if you even need a microphone. Oh, it just kind of yeah. goes straight into your soul. Yeah. Tony Gomez, love the show, gents. Enjoyed the at-ease shenanigans up front. Longtime Broncos fan from Colorado, now living in California. Let's ride. Excited for the season. Let's ride. Cindy H. Cindy? I love you too. No, Cindy. Oh. Cindy does Broncos now. Yeah. Cindy H. Okay, comments, sorry, on, sorry. comments on our show. I love you, too. Thank you for sharing your charm, humor, and Broncos knowledge. Always a bright spot in the day. P.S. Raisin Bran got it going on. Got it going on. (laughs) Yeah. You like that, That, Yes. Yes. Devin Waddle. I don't think they should cut it when Phil makes Eric lose it. Well, well, too bad. We already had to do that today. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, Charles Townsend. Come on, dude. Cornflakes. Mm. Cornflakes is a good choice. Yeah. Let's see. Anything else here? Um, Brandon Walker, of course. Of course. Brandon from Iowa. I do love this show year-round, especially now that the juices get flowing. Give me some Eric and Phil at Breckenridge to recap a dub at Seattle ASAP. Brandon, that's a great tease. That's a nice little tease. We will be back at the farm home. That's right. Breckenridge Brewery's farm home in Littleton. Yes. Off, where is it off, Phil? Brewery Lane. Brewery Lane. We will be there from 530, 5.30 to 6.15, right up to the edge of Monday Night Football. We'll be there. Or, oh, no, we won't because Monday Night Football is not happening. What on do you mean? Because we'll be there on Tuesday. Monday Night Football is happening. Right. That's the Broncos. But games. we'll be there on Tuesday. We're going to be there on Tuesday. Right up until the, the same Right up same until the time. start of Tuesday Night Football. Yeah. We're going to try and keep the same time, 5.30 to about 6.15, 6.20, right around there. Yeah. And that show will be live on YouTube, so you can comment, and we'll just interact the whole show. Or come join us and have a, uh, a brewski. Yeah, if you live in the Denver metro area, come out to... Uh, you don't have to. You can fly out. Fly, Tom Magnetti's Tom flew Magnetti out. Tom Magnetti flew out. Donna? Dedication. Donna. From, I don't know if she flew out or not, but she was there. She was there. She does not live in the area. I think maybe that was a holiday time. Yeah. That's why she had to be with us. Right. Family comes together at the holiday. Yeah. 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 Donna Deidier. Yeah. Been to Banff in the area many times. You're going to love it, Eric. Nice. So that was a nice time. Nice uh, little. Yeah. Okay. You good? I think that. that uh, yeah. Ben, ben Van Bergeik. Yeah, that's Ben Swanson. That's yeah. That uh, that's the commenter who wanted to know about the soft helmet. Oh, thanks, Ben. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, some really nice comments. I thought nice. That's well, of course on the Broncos official YouTube page, right? But Phil, there's many other ways. Many, many that you many, can get in touch ways. with us. Seven zero seven neutral. That's right. Leave, Leave a, a voicemail there. Yeah. The nice thing about that, you don't really have to talk to anybody. <laughs> Nobody. That's what I like. Uh, you can write an email. Leave an neutral, email, really. Neutral zone show at gmail.com. Yep. Neutral zone show at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Neutral, neutral zone show <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> That's how you do that one. <laughs> or you could just comment directly on Twitter at <laughs> Eric Delau with an A. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Milani with a PH. Not traditional spelling. Those are, of course, not traditional spelling. Yep. Yeah. You all right? Broncos podcasts. <laughs> Shout out to that Broncos was since podcasts. last episode, right? Huh? Was that? Did we ask for that last episode? No, 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 no. We Two got up, that. Oh, oh no. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> did make it. We someone made a Broncos podcasts account. They're gonna get your T-shirt. Zach with a C. Our friend. You mailed that, right? Roll, roll Broncos country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then a little yeah, worse. Exactly. Zach with a C, yeah. non-traditional spelling. Yep. I also got a, uh, well, I'll forget by shouts. I also got a little tweet from Sean with a U. Oh, yeah. Non-traditional I appreciated spelling. that. Did that blast me a little bit or no? No, I don't think oh, so. Okay. Yeah. That's Those are all the ways you can be involved in the show. It's an interactive show. That's right. And we love it. And then you could also, we're introducing the in-person experience to it. That's true. Phil will sign your forehead. Breckenridge Brewery, I'll sign foreheads. Yep. I've done it before, and I'll do it again. 
Who knows? We'll see how many bevies you have. Yeah. We'll see what else. <laughs> yeah, it could get a little crazy. Eric will have to drive us home. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, Eric, with that, let's dive right, into our back first to work. Thing. Okay, let's give a let's get in here and talk about Russell Wilson making his return to Seattle. Eric, my question for you: What kind of how will the fans there, the twelves as they're called, how will they embrace Russell Wilson? Phil, it takes me no. It gives me no pleasure to have to lord something over you and to to prove that I am right and you are wrong. But many moons ago, we talked about this when the harvest schedule when the harvest moon still hung in the sky. I think there's been a harvest moon recently. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know that the uh, one before that autumn is coming. Yeah, the other harvest moon, the spring one, the spring one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A classic, classic harvest moon in the spring. I told you, we sat right here in this podcast studio, yep. and I told you that I thought Seattle fans were going to boo Russell Wilson when he came back. Are you sticking to that? And you, 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 you have so much love in your heart, yeah. and you're so innocent, and you you see the best in everyone. You said, "No way, they're going to cheer for him." Uh huh. Phil, it is looking increasingly likely that it's going to be a little bit of a, a rough. Reception. I disagree. You still, you're I digging still in. disagree. You're digging in. Okay. Yeah, I still disagree. I think that the uh, Twitter haters, that's not reflective of the people who are going to be in the stands that night. Mm. And like, let me, let's just talk about the Seattle sports scene for a little bit. Okay. Here. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay? How long? They got their hearts broken when the Seahawks, uh, the Supersonics left. They left? Supersonics went to Oklahoma City. Oh. Bro- heartbroken. Okay. Yes, that's true. The Mariners, they've not been good in a long time. Although this season they're very good right now. And very the good volcano right now. is now erupting. Okay. But but they've been bad. Ken Griffey left Seattle. Heartbroken. Okay. Alex Rodriguez. Left Seattle. A Rod. Went to New York, signed that huge deal. Boom. Left Seattle. Okay. Heartbroken. Okay. Now they got the Kraken. He okay. played for the Mariners, right? Yeah, A Rod. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's where he started. Yeah, I just got a little worried there. Randy Johnson left Seattle, went to Arizona, won a World Series. Like the, there's heartbreak that's taking place in Seattle. Okay? Uh-huh. But along comes Russell Wilson. Seattle's near Portland. The, yeah, it is near Portland. That's a good fact. The Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's nice, Eric. That's good. Are you going to be going to Portland on your bike ride or no? No, maybe on the way back. That's what I was. Yeah, I was. Wondering, yeah. yeah, I just I thought you know what's Dropping nearby. It. Could I maybe hit? I yeah. love Oregon, so maybe if I could hit any part if you of could it. Hit, if you could hit Portland, I recommend it. Yeah, yeah, if you can. But I heartbreak. Say, they know heartbreak, but then along comes Russell Wilson, and along comes a really good defense. Yep. Those two came together just at the perfect harmony, and they won the Super Bowl. Yep. I forgot who they played in that one, but I I think it was they just played themselves really, and I think that. Those fans remember that. The Seahawks fans remember the joy that Russell Wilson brought to them, and they're going to cheer him. And I think that this week Russell Wilson has been nothing but respectful of his time in Seattle. Of course. He said a lot of nice things. He said that there's a lot of love in Seattle, and I think that the fans are going to embrace that. They should. I mean, let's not get this twisted. By saying that I think the reaction could be rough doesn't mean that I think it should be. He, we're he, talking about what we think it'll be. Yeah. Yep. Well, and I'm saying that it should. They should stand and they should applaud him. Yeah. Spent ten years there, a third round pick who took you to two Super Bowls, won your first Super Bowl in franchise history. Uh, did so much in the community, helped open a school there. Yeah. I mean, this guy's legacy, just in terms of the city, is indelible. 
And then, like you said, he's been nothing but gracious. You know, this this has not at all times, Phil, been um, – hasn't been gracious from both sides the entire time. And Russell Wilson has been gracious this week when he got to Denver, when he signed his new contract. He's yeah. done nothing but praise Seattle and talk about how great his time was there. Uh, Tyler Lockett, his former teammate, said, look at all the things that Russell Wilson has done for this town. You should stand and cheer for him. But I think that – you know, I, I do think Twitter is a little more reflective of what's going to happen. Oh. Um, I think there are some hurt feelings because there's this perception, at least, that Russell demanded his way out of Seattle, um, which I think is probably a little bit of a slanted take. I think that there is probably on both sides some desire to to start something fresh. Um, and then you know, you see Pete Carroll being asked about. Yeah, what did he say this week? He said. Uh, it's time for competition. It's game time. Either you're competing or you're not. Yeah. You, you, he said, I trust the 12s to do the right thing. He'll take the lead. They'll take the lead, and then he'll follow Yeah, he them. said he would follow them. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's going to boo Russell Wilson. And he says, game time. So so you've got your head coach of your football team kind of amping people up to... Say, we're competing. So you're almost, almost saying he's you're either with us or against yeah. us. Yeah. So interesting. Now there's a and listen when Peyton went back to Indianapolis, we were both there for that, of course. Yes. There was a large different deal. There was a large well, yeah, but there was a large ovation at the beginning of the game. They did a lovely tribute. Yes. Peyton waved for like seven and a half minutes. The camera went around. Yep. It was beautiful. They had a nice graphic. It had eighteen in blue. You were in the stands crying. (laughs) I was in the stands crying. I can't confirm if I was crying. but I will say, once the game started, there was no was like awful. there was no cheering was when Peyton Manning threw a touchdown. Yeah, when Robert Mathis strip sacked him, like the place went nuts. They were not cheering for Peyton Manning in the game, but they acknowledged what he'd done. Yeah. So I definitely don't think in the game people are going to be cheering for Russ. But I, I just wonder, like for for two minutes ahead of the game, can you put aside everything and just recognize? Hey, this is what this guy has meant to this community. I would hope that that's what they do. I just, at best, I think it's going to be a mixed reception. Yeah. The Peyton thing is interesting because the Colts essentially did for Peyton what Russell Wilson has been yearning for this whole time. You know, like, like sort of run the organization, not through him, but like just have him have a voice. You know what I mean? And just sort of uh, respect his opinion on things, you know? And it feels like for so long, Peyton Manning was that for the Colts. And then just it came along that he got hurt and Andrew Luck, it was like a weird timing where the stars aligned. Yeah. And they were like, look, we got to take this Luck guy. We got the first overall pick. Yeah. We, We don't know what to do. Peyton Manning had like a tearful goodbye press conference there. I mean, none of this has happened with Russell Wilson in Seattle. No, it's a different so, situation. A completely different situation. The story in ESPN, of course, came out this week detailing some of the things where hey, maybe the Seahawks were going out and looking at, you know, Patrick Mahomes coming out in the draft. Josh Allen. Josh Allen coming out in the draft. There was a, a report in there that said that they had explored maybe trading him to the Browns at one point. Um, so with all that coming out, you understand maybe why there's some hurt feelings from Russell Wilson's camp. You know what of I mean? Course. So it just seemed like it was heading that direction for a, for a divorce there for a long time. Yeah. I just, you know, with the whole cheering, booing situation, I just wonder if you're a fan, like, what good is booing going to do? Yeah. Because if you boo, 
Russell probably won't admit it. And he, he was asked. I'm going to be hard. He was asked on Thursday, like, does it doesn't matter to you what reception you get? And he said, listen, people are going to love you. They're going to hate you. You just got to kind of deal with it and be yep. proud of who you are. But, you know, he's not going to say it. It felt good if he gets booed. I mean, no. had, I think of Andrew Luck coming off the field when he announced he was retiring. Terrible scene. He that. said since that really hurt me that yeah. people booed. And so booing Russell Wilson, I think, only damages the relationship between yeah. him and the Seattle fans. Because, Phil, I imagine at some point, like when he's retired and he's done with this game, they'll retire his number. They'll put him in their ring of honor and you yeah. know, he'll go in the Hall of Fame and he'll thank the Seahawks and things will be mended. But the more you don't want to do damage now, that makes that more difficult in the future, I think. The interesting thing about Russell Wilson, in my opinion, is that he's played 10 years or had played 10 years in Seattle. Now he says he wants to play a lot longer, just sign this new extension in Denver. I mean, it's possible for him, unlike maybe other any other quarterback in NFL history, to truly be a two team a two team guy. I mean, Peyton Manning, because of what he was able to accomplish here in Denver, is a little bit torn here. But, like, he played the majority of his career in Indy. I mean, I think that you think of him as – this oh, is – I, yeah, I don't blasted. know. I can't say it. I can't even say You're going to get blasted. I can't even say that. I had to stop. Yeah, I was like, what? Made me kind of sad. Yeah. But, but you know, I mean, like, he's played – he played the majority of his career there. When the Hall of I mean? Fame announced him as a Hall of Famer, they used a picture of him in his Colts uniform. Yeah. Which, look, you understand that he was drafted there. He, he played, played a, 10 more years there than there. he played yeah. here. But I will say the interesting thing about Peyton is that because he accomplished so much in Denver, you do think of him as both. Yeah. No, Whereas I, that seemed impossible at one point. Right. Well, it's also – it's more recent. Like, I wonder if yeah. – I think we'll look back on, like, Tom Brady and think he was a Patriot. Yeah. Even though he won a Super Bowl in Tampa, if he went to another Super Bowl in Tampa, well, he won f- and played what, five of them. In New yeah, England. that is true. It's not one and one. That's like true. It was in Denver and Indy, like the no, Denver and Indy. I, I do wonderful. think I was thinking about that uh, the other day. Is I do think there's a chance, depending on what he does, people could end up thinking of Russ as a Bronco. Yeah, I mean that. I which mean, is kind of wild to think about. Yeah, I mean, if he plays out this deal and maybe even longer, you know, if they have a lot of success, I mean, you would truly think of him as a Bronco. Yeah. That is sort of strange to think about. But I do hope the fans embrace him. I hope that they cheer for him. And, you know, I hope that uh, that part of the game goes smoothly. I agree. Eric, with that, let's get into our second topic here on the neutral zone. And that is the emotional impact of this game. You know, say Russ does run out there and they boo him. Is that going to be in the back of his mind somewhere? I mean, he says that there's going to be a lot of emotions, but you can't be emotional. Hmm. A little bit of a nuance there. Yeah. You know, do you a know lot what of that is? Nuance? Yeah. No, black and white here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, so here's one thing. I would I would be a little careful if you're a Seahawks fan and you boo Russell because we'll get him a little riled. I well, I think Russ seems that like the type of guy to me. He gets mad, he's he's better. A little Michael Jordan situation. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I do think that there are players that they get booed, they get emotional, maybe they don't respond the right way. Russ to me seems like he's in a you put him in a corner or like you, fourth quarter you're down, the pressure's on him. He likes that. I think if if I think like part of the reason Peyton struggled was that it was clear everybody still loved him. Oh yeah. It was like, man, he was thinking I could still be here. Mm. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm putting words in Peyton's mouth, but it, true. but it was like, 
that's the sense you got, right? Like, I would say Peyton has said he never wanted to leave, never wanted to leave, and that he really values the history of this game and wished that he could have been a one team guy. Right. He says all the time, like Eli, you got yeah, to be a one team guy. One team guy. That's so Peyton. I think it was almost like, man, I'm sad. I'm not still here. Yeah. If you boo Russell, I think that could get Fire him to be like, okay, well, you know, well, I'm gonna go and show you what you're missing now and you know like, you, you've talked all this trash or whatever mm. i'm gonna go show you the type of quarterback i still am and he said that on thursday when he was asked about being potentially traded he said i still believe i'm one of the best in the world and i'm gonna go prove it will he throw a touchdown pass and have like a little something for the crowd be like no i don't think he'll. you do don't that. think he'll do that no that would be that like baker mayfield you're would crazy. do something like that you know yeah if yeah. the game was in, in cleveland. cleveland yeah but who knows what baker would do yeah Baker like, like climb into the crowd and start yeah start throwing stuff. Will he have any kind of a gesture toward Pete Carroll? Like after a touchdown? No. You're you throw the touchdown. You look over to the bench and be like, "You missing this? No, oh, you I, like that? I don't think so. None of that. No. None of not a Kirk. He Cousins. like he, I think, like that? he likes you the like little that? he likes the little fist pump, right? Yeah, I think. Will he do that in the direction of the Seattle bench? You, I would. Can you direct? I know you would. <laughs> Crazy. You'd yeah. plant the flag right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. You'd run yeah. up and rip down the 12 flag. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that um, there will be some emotion for us at the start of the game. I think the Broncos' best way to avoid letting that impact the game is run the ball. You know, yeah. try to – and I, I also think this might be counterintuitive, but try to be aggressive early in terms of a play-action shot, a shot down the field because – Phil, I think the best thing the Broncos can do in this game is, and you know, this is any game. This is not groundbreaking, but get off to a nice little start. Get a lead and kind of just put Seattle in the rearview mirror. Yeah, because if you say the Broncos go out and Russell throws a pick or um, somebody fumbles the football and Seattle jumps up seven nothing, and then you're like, uh oh, uh oh, we got a game. Little what, doubt, little doubt creeps in. You start feeling the pressure. Your shoulders get a little tight. You don't have the Theragun with you, so yeah. you're not a sponsor. You so you got to, um, yeah. you know, you're just like, oh, what's happening? Just, yeah. You can feel your breathing constrict a little bit. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, it's the fourth quarter, and they're just hanging around. It's a tie game. It's a three-point lurking. game. They're, lurking. They're lurking in the darkness because at that yeah. point, it'll be dark. It'll be dark outside. You don't want that. That's where pressure comes in. That's where emotion, I think, can come in of like, hey, I want this so bad. Yeah. Pushing a little bit. So, uh, you know, I think if the Broncos can get out to a decent start, you eliminate a lot of the potential impact that emotion could have. What do you think? It's Monday Night Football, Eric. Of course, on the West Coast, that starts at 520. Monday afternoon football. Yeah, 520. 515, I think. Yeah. Five minutes earlier. Yeah. What do you think? What do you do? Uh, you gotta get you gotta leave work early. You think, or what do you think? You think oh. that place will be packed to start? I mean, what? Yes, no doubt, no doubt. I think that that place will be packed an hour before kickoff. Oh, okay. Because sometimes you've seen that like at Levi Stadium. Well, that's hard it's to like get a, to. Yeah, it's hard to get to. This is right. Lumen's right. This is right there. Lumen's right down. They got that nice little pedestrian. Seattle's got notorious traffic though. Mall area. It's nice. Yeah, you might have to take like a. Um, the light rail? A taxi boat. Do they something. have a light rail? I don't know. Yeah, they do have a light rail. You go I've right from the it. you go right from the market to the I've been on it. To the game. Yeah. Oh, you go down you go from Pike Place and you head down. I like going I like going a little bit north. You like going up, up near north, like Queen Anne. City, yeah. You do the breweries up there. Yeah. 
it's Seattle's no, it's no cool. Breckenridge Brewery. It's not, but it's still decent. Yeah. Um, Hard to top it. <laughs> what I like to do is I like to go to a, a different brewery and I like to say, you bring a Breckenridge. I like to say, hey, can I get a Breckenridge Brewery Pale Ale, Bronco yeah. Pale Ale, yeah. Hoppy Pale it? Ale? And you they, think they got Bronco Pale Ale in Seattle? They kind of look at me funny. Could be kind of nice. And then I just <laughs> pull one out of my pocket. I say, I'll never drink anything else. Yeah, and then you just down the whole thing. Yeah. Like, oh. like you're like caught on the Jumbotron. Yeah. And you're just like. Oh. Yeah, like a little David Bakhtiari. Yeah, yeah. 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 I saw somebody who got caught at the U.S. Open. Yeah, the young lady. Two years in a row, and she did it. Yeah. She drank the beer at the exact same time. Like last year, this year, same exact time. Right. Yeah. It was impressive. Uh, consistency. Yeah. That's how you know. You've been practicing. You dedicate. You yeah. try to win each day. That's how, that's that's how you do become, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, emotionally, yeah. I think that this is going to be – I think once you get into it, you get through the first quarter, it's just a football game. Yeah. I, interesting that you brought up the Michael Jordan uh, comparison there. Well, I, I guess I brought it up. But you mentioned that he f- gets fueled by the anger because Michael Jordan obviously – Worked with Tim Grover, mm. Russell Wilson working with Tim Grover. I imagine this is a busy week for Tim Grover. Just getting the me- the mental side of the because th- Michael Jordan get, get wants down. to talk. No, because Russ probably needs a lot of focus. <laughs> Got it. Focus the energy, harness yeah. the power. Because I do think, look, let's let's face it. Look, he's a human being. Okay, it, it's going to be weird for him to ride in a, on a bus. Yeah, it's gonna be weird to go to the opposing locker room versus the home locker room. The, it's a nice locker room. It's pretty big. Yeah, it is nice. It's a nice stadium. Yeah, but you gotta get used. I mean, these things. It's gonna feel weird. Yeah, of course. It's not just. I think it's okay to say, look, this is not just another game. Well, and he kind of talked about that on Thursday. He admitted he's there's gonna be a lot of memories. He's just gonna try to focus on the joy, the yeah. happy parts of it. He says he plays the game with joy and gratitude, which is nice. That's how you work. That's how I come here and I say, yeah, you say I'm here with joy, joy and gratitude. gratitude. I also think, Phil, the, the emotional aspect doesn't just apply to Russ. Oh, of course not. There's pressure on the Noah other guys. Fand? Well, that's not what I'm talking Shelby about. Shelby Harris, they're going to be that's, rattled. That's <laughs> Drew Locke? If Drew has to come into the game. That would be insane. It would be insane. It would be. That would be insane. Like maybe yeah. I don't want Gino to get hurt, obviously. But no. Maybe like he his shoe gets untied and Drew has to come in for a couple plays. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You would be. That would be would so exciting. Say, yeah. Someone commented on Broncos now. What's that? <laughs> it's it's a podcast. Oh. A podcast. Um yep. and they said notorious Drew Locke lover, Eric Delilah. Really? I and, didn't know that. And I said that was I'm, might have been the you. first time I've <laughs> been called that. But, yeah, what were you trying to say? Yeah, it's, you it's not just emotion. Oh, you well, think that the Seahawks players are going to be like, that's my quarterback? No, you want to keep guessing? Or I'm trying I just, to think. I just I'm tell trying you? To th- yeah, maybe just tell okay. me. Okay. I think there's an emotional element for the rest of the Broncos in terms of, like, we want to go win this for Russ. A Kareem Jackson talked about that on uh, Thursday, saying we want to go get this for him. Kareem, of course, knows what it's like to go play his former team. He had an incredible game in Scooped Houston. Scooped that ball up and ran it back. Well, I think uh, Jeremiah Tachu maybe handed it to him, right? Uh, yeah. He like, and he's like, here you go. <laughs> you, you run. run you run. And he's like, thank you. He blew up DeAndre Hopkins. That's true. I think he had an interception. He had a he had nice like, game. He had like the best game of his life. Yeah. But so like those guys, they want to win it so badly for us. You've got to make sure you're still doing your job. And Nathaniel Hackett talked a little bit about that on, 
kind of the idea of just Monday night football in general. It's okay to be excited. It's okay to be fired up. You still got to do the work and you still got to be ready to go and you still got to execute correctly. It can't just be purely emotion. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Woo! I'm getting emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Like you think it'll be emotional for the people that work there? Yeah. It's going to be emotional up in that press box. You're going to be fired up. Here's a question. I normally like, I'm asking for your advice here, which I don't normally do. I normally am up in the press box at at kickoff, ready to go. Got a nice, you got some marshmallows in there. Of course. I'm up there ready to go. Uh, Seattle, of course, has a Starbucks in their press box with a barista. Yep. Yep. You're like, what do you? What would you like? Yeah, they don't do chai up there, which I wish they really. Did. Yeah. Oh, well, it's okay. Um, it's tough. It is. That's the that's the world we live in. <laughs> but so normally I'm up there. Should I be on the field for like introductions yeah. before I go up? Yeah, I think so. Because I, I, be nice. I think there's something that to be said for just experiencing yes, whatever that's, that is. That way you can accurately report on what happened. Otherwise, you're up there, the glasses in between. You're like, is that yeah. booing or cherry? I can't tell. <laughs> I think you're going to be able to tell. I don't know. So, I might, be down so I might hang down there and just maybe people uh, are throwing stuff at me. I get hit with a battery. Uh, just my recommendation aside from the rust stuff, when they raise the 12, it is cool to be on the field. What's cooler, 12 or drum? 12. Wow. Yeah, it is, it's really cool. What about flag tw- cool. uh, 12 or horn? And in they Minnesota. don't do the drum anymore at uh, Kansas City. They don't? No. Oh, yeah. Just the chop. It's still bad. Yeah. They shouldn't be doing that, but they do it. They still do it. Uh, what about the horn in Minnesota? The horn is pretty cool. The skull. Skull. That is really cool. That is really cool. I think George what's, tried to bring that here, what's but then cooler? they were like, you can't do that here. Vaughn did that out of joint practice. Yeah, that's true. What? Uh, what's cooler, the skull or the 12? The skull. Okay. You heard it here yeah. first. Yeah, Phil true. takes a shot at Seattle Nation. <laughs> is that what they call him? Seattle Nation? I think they just call him the 12s. Yeah. Which to me is like sort of a college thing, 12s, Texas A&M. Wow. Doesn't it seem like that to you? Wow. Do you agree? Or Are we at a nightclub? Because there's think? shots all over the place. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, Weigh in. Don't hedge. Don't edge. Just tell me what you think. What's our next topic? Yeah. <laughs> the twelve to me seems like more of a college thing. Sorry, yeah. it just does. I agree. The it's, Aggies. The, yeah. There's been some lawsuits, right? Vaughn. <laughs> the old Vaughn. Yeah. So let's move on to our third topic here, Eric, and that is who has an advantage here? The Seahawks, because Pete Carroll, their coaches, know so much about Russell Wilson, or. Russell Wilson, because he knows so much about Pete Carroll and their coaches. I think it's a little bit overrated. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, obviously they, they know his tendencies, but this is a new offense that Russell Wilson is playing in. So they're not going to know the specifics of the offense. Uh, I think defensively, the C- I believe Seattle has a new defensive coordinator. They're implementing kind of some Vic Fangio-esque. Everybody is. Who isn't? Well, okay. Well, you asked me a question and I'm answering it. But Vic Fangio's defense Boo. is sort of like the... Vic, Vic's defense is sort of like the Mike Shanahan offense. Yes or no? Oh my gosh! It's making uh, waves across the making NFL waves, making waves and taking names. Yeah, taking names. What? I don't know. I was trying to make okay, it Okay. Anyway, keep going. Uh, what was I saying? I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference Got because it. at the end of the day, uh, players play, coaches coach. Russ has got to go That's out bad. there and make plays. 
Uh, Who's going to call the plays? Nathaniel Hackett. He's going to be coaching. <laughs> That's true. Well, I guess we think Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> In the two minute, Nathaniel Hackett has said that Russell just gets kind of like a he gets a menu of just plays, and then Russ yeah. just kind of does yeah. a shopping cart. He's like, he does some tapas. Yeah, he does a, a little taste a little of everything. Over here, a yeah, a little taste of everything. Yeah, he's at Costco. <laughs> not <laughs> a sponsor. Little, yeah, not a sponsor. Yeah. Little sample there. Heading over to King Supers. Yeah. Ducks yeah. into Walmart. <laughs> yep. Goes to Walmart. Gets his, uh, gets whatever he needs. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I just, I think some of that is overrated. I mean, they're, they're obviously they know Russell Wilson likes to throw deep. Okay. Yeah. Throws a moon ball. Well, you still got to stop. We call those moon balls. You still got to stop it, you know? Yeah. That and, is true. uh, you know, the Broncos probably know what is he? I mean, what's he going to say about Jamal Adams? Like, and when he's talking to the Broncos offensive staff, he's going to be like, Jamal's really good. He, but uh, maybe he likes maybe, to blitz. Maybe he'll know, like, hey, from training camp in Seattle, I know that this if, is his tendency Jamal here. Turns his he head likes left. to jump, he likes to jump these things. I mean, their defense is probably going to be like, I want to pick off Russ or I want to sack Russ or something. You of know? course. Shelby Harris is probably like, I want to get after Russ a little here. But Shelby aside, he might know these guys' tendencies, you know, like, hey, he always bites on this. So, like, let's just do this. Yeah. I don't know. I think there might be something there. But I would also say Pete knows a lot about Russ's tendencies. So he'll be like, oh, yeah, when he gets pressure from this side, or I mean, just like really fine details yeah i mean i just i think also and you know who knows what can happen anything can happen week one anything really could happen uh it could be a tie that would be kind of perfect that right would be insane no it wouldn't that would be terrible um you'd rather lose than have a tie no i'd rather have a tie oh, okay but you'd rather lose. win than have a tie yeah okay that would be perfect. that's good analysis you know it'd be perfect that's why you come here to the neutral zone you know it'd be perfect what a win yeah not a tie. Um, oh, no. I've brain doesn't work, huh? Completely forgotten. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, if these teams were like a little bit more evenly matched, yeah. I think some of that would come into play a little bit. But the Broncos, right. I think, have a noted talent edge. Six and a half point favorite. Yeah, and it's not just about the quarterback. I think there's several positions. If you went up and down, like I think offensive line, the Broncos are better. Running back, the Broncos are probably better. Um you could argue at tight end, they could be better. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Seattle, take it away. Defensive line. I mean, defensively, defensive line. Maybe you give the edge to Seattle. They're going to try and pound the ball a little bit, don't you think? Yeah. So DJ Jones. This is a DJ Jones. Draymond game. Jones. Mike Purcell. Yeah. They got to stop the run. Yeah, and if you can't go to Jesse Purse did. Heaven. You, you got a Mike Purcell. Pers- yeah, or Purse Purgatory. What? If you believe in that. <laughs> yeah. So what were you saying? They're going to try and pound the rock? Yeah. They're not really matched. I, I just think the Broncos have a talent edge. And so yeah. um, if, if this game was at a neutral site, it'd be nine and a half. Yeah. If it were, at, if it were in Denver, it'd be 12 and a half. Yeah. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I, uh, yeah, I just think if the Broncos go out and do what they're supposed to do and take care of business and don't turn the ball over, they yeah. should be totally fine. I agree. If they could weather the storm at the beginning of the game. Is it going to rain? No, I think the weather's supposed to be nice. He just said there was a storm. Inside the stadium, there might be a storm. Oh. Some storms brewing. 
Dangerous. <laughs> Little Batman, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if they could weather that storm and then they, I think that the, just let, uh, let it play out, they yeah. should be okay. Yeah. So you're predicting a Broncos win? I do. So do I. I think uh, we mentioned this on our ready for kickoff. Ready to kickoff. I think I, I'm going to say 31 13. Yeah. I think I said 28 13. Yeah. A nice pick. 28 is nice. Four touchdowns. Yeah. That sounds nice. 300 yards or how many? I don't think he'll throw 300 yards. But if you do four touchdowns. Four touchdowns? Yeah. 300 yeah, yards. You do, four have touchdowns. To do, you do have to do 300 you yards. You have to do both. That's true. That's we call that the Trevor, Trevor Simeon. We call law. that the Trev special. Yeah. Okay, Trev. Eric, uh, let's get the shout outs, huh? Let's do it. We don't have any voicemails this week. Ben Swanson said nothing good enough. Nothing good enough. That's what he said. Sad. Yeah, but it's sad. Uh, shout outs. I got a couple of shout outs. Okay. How about a shout out to Serena Williams? Yeah. Walking away. The goat of women's tennis. Yeah. Okay. One of the greatest athletes of any sport. Yes, that is true. Of course, Russ was in person watching. Yes. And then uh, this might seem weird, but a shout out to uh, Seattle oh. athlete Sue Bird. Oh, yeah. also hanging That's not it weird. up. Well, it's a Seattle athlete. Oh. The Broncos are playing Seattle. I thought you were going to say shout out to the Queen. You. C- <laughs> and I was like the. That let's, is. Let's be respectful of the queen, okay? Right. That's why I thought it was yeah. going to be weird. Well, you could do a shout out. Our to condolences. Our condolences to, yeah, uh, to our family. The people of the Commonwealth who are uh, mourning. mourning the queen's death. 96 years old there. I'd take it. I would take 96. Yeah. Yeah. She was cool. The yeah. Are the corgis? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, uh, I walked outside Buckingham Palace once and I was like, I like your hat. Oh, you saw her? No, the guards. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is cool. But, of course, the Broncos will go to London. Yeah. That is true. That's a tie-in. That's, you're tying it in. It all it's comes nicely, back somehow to the Broncos, you know? Yep. That's what this show's about. It's a Broncos show. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, any other shout-outs? Well, we can uh, shout-out Liz Serena Gerald's. And Sue Bird. That's pretty Liz good. Liz Gerald's kind of uh, in that same category. Of course. Anyway, Legend. In their respective fields. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Serena. A lot of is people say Liz Gerald's is the Sue Bird of community. Of community. Yeah, yeah, they do. The say Serena that. Williams. Yeah, Serena is amazing. Yes, that was a. They of course you know after her match she addressed the uh, audience there, and it, it was emotional. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Then she tw- uh, put out a picture on Instagram. She was like, "Here's how I'm spending the weekend," and she was cozied up in bed, and her uh, comforter was uh, Moana. Nice. So, not a sponsor. Not a not a sponsor. No. no. Uh, maybe just a, a shout out to NZ Nation, Phil. Yeah, I'm gonna pander a little bit here, if that's okay. That's nice. Yeah. That's, uh, it's been a long off season. It's been an exciting off season. We're back. We finally made it to the season. Two episodes a week. Yeah. Starting next week. That's nice. Breckenridge Brewery Farm Home in Littleton. Five thirty. Five thirty. Every on Monday. Two- <laughs> Unless Except it's this week and other weeks and the Chargers week and the Colts week. No, the Colts week. I still think oh, yeah. we'll do it the okay. next Monday. Oh, darn. I yeah, tried. Kind of screwed that up. I tried. We're working on it. So we hope to see people there. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. And then if you don't live in the area, make sure you do get onto the Broncos you official YouTube. YouTube page. Yep. Comment away. And that's that show's really nice. It's really good. It's a fun show. Yeah. Really get into the game. 
This show, a lot of shenanigans. That, that, show, that show, a lot of football. Yeah, a lot of nitty gritty for Rick Owens. We got a lot of hot takes. That's right. And they gotta be. They've gotta be spoken. They've gotta be taken. They've gotta be just the hot put into the, put into the took. world. Yeah. I don't know how that. I don't know how you're supposed to say that. I don't know either. How to move? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Uh, so the next time we do a show, we'll Tuesday, know. We'll know. Uh, if the Broncos are 1-0. And we'll know if the Broncos are 1-0. That's exciting. That is exciting. Um, do, you, do you have like some quick predictions like about the playoffs or anything like that? You want to just like say, say Oh, I think the Broncos are going to make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, me too. I think – do you think they win the West or no? It's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the Chiefs uh, still Chiefs probably hold good. a little Chargers bit of an really edge. Good. Chargers are good. Probably when I went through the, the predictions – I have the Broncos at three and three in the division. I think I've got them at eleven. I've got eleven and six overall. Eleven gets in, I think. Eleven gets you in, I think for sure. But I think you probably need twelve or thirteen to win this division. Yep. So uh, maybe if they, maybe they can, you know, sweep. Maybe they sweep the Raiders or do something that allows you to have a better year and, and you get the division. But um, it's, it's a tough year. You never know. No, it's always a, fun, a team that goes from thing. worst to first. You, you never know. know. Some teams that have always been really good, they just drop off somehow. Yep. So we'll have to find out. Yes, we will. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. For Eric Dalla, I'm Phil Milani. You've been listening to The Neutral Zone. <laughs>